Hello, welcome to the Dating Counselor Podcast, Season 6. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you to those who've been on this journey with me since season one, and welcome to any newbies that have come along the way, and especially anybody that has found me here in season six. Being a podcast host is something that I love dearly because I feel like it gives me an opportunity to share more of my thoughts on the important topic of dating and how to survive being single. And this is exactly where this uh, episode is going. This is going to be one of those episodes that's about how to survive being single, but we're going to change the word from survive to thrive because we're here and we're talking about how to date in this modern era. You guys, it is not you. It is the era that you are in. the era in which you are dating. I was having this conversation with my master's class ladies the other day, and it was such an incredibly helpful conversation that we decided we were going to bring it to the podcast so that we could share it with you. So I have my good friend Elsa here. Hello. And we're going to share this conversation with you. Elsa, what do you get us started? Yeah. So we were talking about like how awesome it has been to be a part of the master's class to like be a part of your program and just like how different we feel. And then when we talk to our friends that like are having a really hard time dating and like you can tell they really want help, but like they're very averse to asking for help. And like if we suggest like, hey, you should so try to like program. listening into yes. your conversations, yes. but they're also like, but I don't need it. Yeah, like, exactly. It's for like so and so down the road. <laughs> like she seems like she's super struggling. But what was that thing you said again? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wait, tell me, like, so I asked this one guy, like, on Hinge, and, like, what should I say to him? Like, what should I say, right? I mean, I already, I've been doing such a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which, like, it's fine. We all feel that way, right? Right. And so we were just talking about, like, what is it? Like, and I think that it's that people are, like, because if I have to go to a dating coach, that means there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is, like, hold on. Do you think they're thinking that they're, like, well, I'm so glad she's going to the dating coach. No, I hope they're not. <laughs> like, and I won't lie. Like when I first started like doing the foundations class and stuff like that, like I did not want people to know I was doing that. Like I'm just going I to just, the gym. It, or I just like magically all of a sudden ended up with someone. Right. And I wasn't going to share with anyone that I went to dating coaching. Nice. Right. But um, like, I think what I have figured out and learned is like, you don't realize it. You're not, uh, it's not like you're like, well, if I ask for help from a dating coach, that must mean I really suck at dating. <laughs> but like subconsciously, that's what you think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, we were talking about that and we were like, but what is it? Like, what is, if it's not you, then what is it? And I think what you said to us was like well, so helpful. The thing that inspired this, I've got to give credit where credit is due. I was watching a lot of the T Swift. Yes. Viral videos uh-huh. with your eras tour, eras tour. How do you even say that word? It's, I think I'm it's eras. eras. Eras? Eras. Like the air outside. The air. Okay. Yeah. So I was listening to some T-Swift and I was thinking about her eras. And I truly do feel like there could be a whole other podcast episode on like Taylor Swift's love journey in her that stories be because <laughs> she she starts with stranger love and then she's building, you know, into yeah. the real. Anyway, but we were talking about this and I just thought, you know, it's not you. It's the era that you're in. The era that you're in. It's not you. It's the era that you're in. Modern dating is so damn hard. Yeah. 
It's so hard. I dated in 2011 and I had apps start what 2000 they started like 2012 2013 yeah. i got married in 2012 uh-huh. so online dating existed but not apps yeah like there's just so many new things that are introduced every day one of the first things that i like to teach is that you're not the person that's screwing up your dating life because you need to understand that first and foremost that dating isn't intuitive intuitive because we're actually born to connect with people and dating gives us a lot of missed connections <laughs> it gives us a lot of start and stops and ups and downs and, and roller coaster kinds of things so if that's the way that dating has been throughout time as people are making these connections why is it that dating in the modern generation is so hard what are what are you what are some of the hard things elsa i think a lot about what's difficult about dating um, is just kind of like, what is kosher anymore? Like, what do you do? Are you supposed to do this? Are you supposed to do that? And online dating, like, I would like to go on a date, but you're not asking me out. So do I ask you to ask me? I don't know, right? Um, I I love this. Pause here for two seconds because you just hit on one pain point that is so huge in generations gone by the boy had to literally sit on your porch for days at a time or weeks at a time ask your father or he had to call your home phone and your parents answered the dang phone and they said yes you can talk to my daughter or no you can't right nowadays we're on an app and it's like what who's supposed to do what do i lead out does he lead out do we both have to say hey at the same time it's so confusing right Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm it, it can be really frustrating. So I think I think that's just kind of how I feel about everything um, when it comes to dating is like online dating is difficult. Meeting people in person is not as easy as it once was. And how do you know when to progress with someone? How do you know someone's a good option? I think just overthinking a lot of those things. Let me give you a little bit about why in this era we're overthinking because we have a lot of options. I don't think that the human brain was wired for as many options as we have. I'd be interested in actual research on that. I think there's research on like how social media affects our brain and how it affects like a growing teenager's brain. But have we ever studied the effect that online dating has on the brain? Like the sheer number of people that we're exposed to and the choices that we're supposed to make and the decisions that we need to make in, you know, somewhat of a like, some some kind of a timeline here it just brings up so many things that we often get emotionally flooded and this is where we just say this is too hard I don't want to do it we don't want to eliminate the options though because we think oh my gosh having so many options means that I'm much more likely to find a better match for me it kind of gives us this uh, backwards message of you're going to find someone who is extremely compatible for you because there's so many different ways you can find each other. So it puts that much more pressure on on the texting phase or the first date because you're thinking, well, gosh, we're probably going to be highly compatible and hit it off and, you know, set sail into the sunset. So the expectations of early relationship building are also much higher because you you think the algorithm has done you a lot of favors or something like that. I think one thing that brought up this conversation um, and kind of why we wanted to record this episode is we were having this conversation of like a lot of people today are like, well, 
I don't need a dating coach. Like, what does that mean about me? Right. Um, and so when we were talking about it, I think we were just asking you, Lonnie, like, what is that? Like, why don't we want to ask for help? Because the people that do ask for help are thriving and having a really great time. So like, what is it about asking for help from a dating coach? And I really loved what you said. I think people don't want to ask for help from a dating coach because there's th- it's, it's as though I'm saying to them, you really stink at dating and you need a lot of help with dating. Yes. And there's just this implied message that I exist because you're doing it wrong and I'm here to tell you how to do it right. and I'm here to control your choices and then I will give you the magic recipe or step-by-step, play-by-play that will lead you to you're happy ever after. Mm -hmm. And that sounds great for people that don't want to control it. And they're like, please, someone else make my choices for me. Mm -hmm. But the people that do want control, they're like, absolutely not. I know what I'm doing. And then you have this middle ground too of like, well, I don't, I feel like if I'm hiring you, it's like, I'm saying I'm not enough. Yeah. And I say, I'm saying I'm not handsome enough or pretty enough, or I'm too much of something else. And all of these things are just these roadblocks to us to just say like, something is happening. Something is happening. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, the reason people don't want to ask for a dating coach is because they think that it's them and it's not you. It's the era that you are in. Dating today is such a different set of issues and you have to build relationships in different ways than you did even five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you're and, and building relationships doesn't necessarily uh, come as intuitively to us because we're building relationships with people through technology. Yeah. Um, and so you're building like a in-person relationship as well as a virtual relationship. And how can you be a congruent version of yourself in both of those ways and honor yourself in both of those ways? Totally. And then if you don't, how do you correct that mistake? We also just jump to so many dramatic conclusions because of these things. And, mm-hmm. and we're ha- we're having serious conversations more quickly than I think we need to. Yeah. And we're not having the serious conversations that we need to have soon enough. Yeah. Such as, what are you interested in? What is it that you want? Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to be really afraid to ask that question up front. Have you ever been on a date with someone, first, second date, or even in the texting conversation before the date and said, so what are you looking for? No. Not once. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. Because I think everything that I've heard from like friends and family, they're all wonderful and they mean well. And I'm sure they've probably had those conversations. Maybe they haven't. I don't know. But it's always just like, yeah, we just dated and it was great. And we loved each other and it was an awesome time. And so to me, I always just imagined like that it would kind of be this, it sounds cliche to say, and it's not like I thought to myself, I need a storybook relationship but that's what I think I was looking for mm-hmm. right and so I didn't think you had to ask what are you looking for in life because mm-hmm. I just assumed the right person would just be looking for the same things as me and I would know that without asking mm-hmm. so I think one of the things that you're hitting on that I loved when we first had the conversation is like just vulnerability is different than how it used mm-hmm. to be then mm-hmm. and sometimes we're too afraid to be vulnerable sometimes we're too vulnerable too soon mm-hmm. And so that was something that I just didn't really, I guess I didn't really think of when it came to modern dating and why that has made dating so hard for us. Because mm-hmm. vulnerability is something that you're, is usually a gift that you offer someone and they receive it well and they take it carefully and, they, and you're kind of operating under this assumption that this is a person of integrity and they're going to take this to heart and they're going to 
this is going to enhance and enrich our relationship. And sometimes in modern dating, one of the big things that people don't know and why the era is so hard, people can take this information and use it to manipulate you, Mm -hmm. to get you to feel like them love bombing you or asking for intimacy that you're not interested in too soon and you you would otherwise say no, you say yes to. Uh, this ghosting thing of like, well, I didn't really want that, but I said face to face that I did. And now I can't hold on to the authenticity. So I'm out. Yeah. Like this is why building a relationship and learning the techniques and things. This is what I teach in my foundations class. I mean, yeah, this is like day one. Mm -hmm. This is why this is, this conversation is important because these boundaries exist to protect you and to protect them and to make it more sustainable. You can build a relationship in the modern era, any way you want, mm-hmm. you can go fast, you can go slow. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start in the middle and you can do whatever you want. But the way I'm teaching you is, is to give you something that's sustainable and that can start in a secure pattern. Mm-hmm. It's this line in the sand that people have just decided doesn't necessarily mean a boundary anymore. Mm. Same as people say, oh, we just get married on paper. Well, what, what is the reason why we do these things? What is the reason that we are, offering people that level of commitment or offering that very clear line in the sand. Yeah. It's because of security mm-hmm. and safety. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want that and you don't use those lines to define that, you know, we're not the same person and that's yeah. fine, but I'm not going to be with you. Yeah. And I feel like what you're saying is when you're saying like security, like from my perception of the world today in general, but also from singles is like, we really actually want security a lot. Like the world's kind of sticky. And so, um, it's just ironic to me that we're so afraid to ask for it. I like what you're talking about how the world is sticky because this is often a comment that I get from people when they do decide to come in is like, I'm just super scared. I don't, I don't want to get into a bad relationship again. I don't want to be hurt again. Mm -hmm. We have this really a strong desire of self-preservation. It's the survival instinct of like, please don't make me do that again. Yeah. But then we also want what's on the other side called a healthy, strong, stable relationship. Right. Right. And it's like the gauntlet, the hazing (laughs) is dating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, what, what do we do in this, in this to navigate? How do we figure out who's safe? Huge question that's being asked. Who do I figure out? How do I figure out who to trust? Day one of my foundation class right there Mm -hmm. to just figure out like how, to navigate um, what information you need to know. Mm-hmm. Dating is about homework. Mm-hmm. It's about the journey. It's mm-hmm. not about, I met them. I learned this about them. I decided and I'm in. Yeah. You know, you're. it's going to take some time. And so while I'm in the time building phase, like, what do I want to know? What kind of dates do I want to go on? What kind of conversations do I want to have mm-hmm. so that I can get to know the information um, needed to make a choice? Yeah. We, we need to make a lot of choices. So what information are we giving ourselves to make the choice? Yeah, for sure. I guess I'm just wondering, like, what does it do for you to kind of understand, like, it's not you, it's the era? Um, I think it took a lot of, it was almost like a, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, it was like permission to be like, yeah, it's okay that dating really sucks right now. And it's actually not me. I'm not the problem. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think 
just like some of the things that you had said when we had that conversation is like online dating is tricky, but then you were like also like with online dating, when you meet in person, you feel like you have to audition and like yes. nobody wants to do that. And you feel like you have to be perfect, amazing first date or you're not getting a second date. And it's true. It, even if you are perfect, amazing, sometimes you don't get the second date because mm-hmm. since you have so many choices, they're like, I don't know that I need to make this one stick if it wasn't amazing or if it wasn't yes, everything I need. Like this really yeah. giant level of emotion totally in order to decide if you want to go on a second date so the expectations of being on the first date in the modern era are so much higher yeah yeah there's so much pressure yeah and and you're looking at this whole like well if they don't feel like my spouse so yeah. i don't really know if i want to put time and effort into yeah. them and i think the other things you mentioned you said like relationship needs to build build slowly and like today we expect it to build really quick yes. and we want that security really soon and like we forget that has to build slow. And so that was another thing that I was like, oh my gosh, like I still sometimes have a hard time with like, this is going to take time, right? I'm like, let's go, let's do this, right? Have you ever seen people like they're getting ready to leave their house in the morning or maybe this is you and they're like standing in front of the toaster or the microwave and they're like, oh my gosh, hurry up. Yes. And it's like years ago, you'd have to go chop down the wood and put the fire and da, <laughs> yeah. da, 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 you know yeah. and now we're just like we're so impatient yeah we're impatient to be loved and to give love yeah and i hear people feeling so sad because they're just like i have so much love to give mm-hmm. and it's as though they they're experiencing that nobody wants it yeah when in fact somebody does want it they just don't want it that fast well, and you need to earn it too <laughs> yeah. right like i see so many relationships and guilty of like where you rush it real quick and mm-hmm. then later you're like oh my gosh i do not want to be in a relationship with you like what was I even doing Mm -hmm. um and so I think the other few things that were super helpful were like talking about vulnerability like Mm -hmm. I did that is just such a different thing where we either and that's part of the building the relationship you talked about right like you're either too vulnerable too soon or you're not vulnerable enough Mm -hmm. or both right Mm -hmm. and um that that really fouls up the relationship and those are just things I don't think I ever thought of when it came to dating like I just you grow up hearing your parents stories or your friends or your grandparents or your aunt your uncle whoever right and they're all wonderful people that have wonderful relationships and they do a really good job at that but I think there's just an element of one it's not the same anymore Mm -hmm. and two there's not enough detail given and so it just kind of leads you to believe that a relationship should be one way. And mm-hmm. like you're saying, the modern era should be a totally different, like it's totally a different game. And mm-hmm. so that's why <laughs> this is not against my mother. Cause I think she'll probably listen to this. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> but like your parent were to say to you or your mom would be like, I don't know why you're still single. And you're like, I, I don't know why either. Right. Like, and it's because they don't know how to help us right mm-hmm. now. And we don't know how to help us. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where the, like, that is why someone needs a dating coach and they just don't get it until they're desperate. And my hope would be is that you don't need to be desperate to get to that point to no, ask for help. No, all I'm trying to do is provide you with the insight that you need to basically just fill in any gap of knowledge that you might have. And that what that does is hopefully gives you more confidence yeah. so that when you're going out there, that confidence is translated yes. into what you're doing and who yeah. you're talking to. Yeah. So that when you're standing there talking 
in a group of, of people, you're not afraid to speak up. Totally. Because your confidence is really one of the most attractive qualities that you can have. Oh I can't God. give you a boyfriend at the end of my class. I would love that. <laughs> that like, would be really nice. Graduation. She's <laughs> like, I have a, a, a 3D Jim, printer for boyfriends. Here you go. Here an, you and Elsa are, you know, that would be amazing if I had that gift. Um, I do have some intuition sometimes of right. being like, no, please. And absolutely you need to date them. Yeah. <laughs> but... I can give you confidence. I can give you yeah. confidence to be able to say like, show up in the room. Yeah. Be noticed. Yeah. Know when you want to say something and know when you're waiting for them to say something. Yeah. Don't do their work for them. This is what that looks like for you. Yeah. And all of these things will hopefully get you into a mindset that dating doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like I'm just waiting to be rejected again. It feels like a part of your life that can be fun and can be, you know, as dramatic or undramatic as you want it to be. And that you can choose a partner when you want to. Yeah. You don't have to wait to be chosen. Yeah. And there's not something wrong with you because you haven't been chosen yet. Amen. I think the last thing I would say is just to like off of that is that I think if anything, like in all of, I've, I've done a lot of work with you. (laughs) (laughs) But like in all of the classes, courses, one-on-one, anything I could do. I have never felt like I am the problem, even though there are at times things that I need to work on that are things that are holding me back. I've never felt like I'm the problem. And if anything, it's only helped me to see that, like, I just need to look at things differently. And then that is what's helped me to skyrocket. Oh, I love that so much because you're not the problem. Sometimes the only problem is how you look at yourself. Like you don't truly see yourself. And I think that's something that, that your friends and family should hopefully be giving you. But unfortunately I don't think people are when they're going to them. Yeah. They're not saying, well, you're missing the fact that you have this and this and this strength. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just saying, try this or do this differently or do that differently. And so all you're hearing is, Oh, there are more deficits. I did not think of. Thank you for bringing them up. Yeah. You know, and and I'm not here to enhance your deficits. Yeah. (laughs) We all have them. I have them. Holy cow. Yeah. You know, I'm here to say like, what do you, what information do you need to remember about yourself so that you can go kick some ass? Yeah. And if you need me to put that on a poster, I will. (laughs) (laughs) And always use your words. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dating Counselor Podcast. I'm Lonnie Harmon and I am a licensed clinical social worker. I'm on a mission to help singles navigate the modern dating world. You can learn more about my course, Foundations for Modern Dating, at thedatingcounselor.com slash courses. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook at The Dating Counselor or email me at Lonnie, L-O-N-I, at thedatingcounselor.com. You'll find a full list of everything mentioned in this episode in the show notes at thedatingcounselor.com slash podcast. If you have a friend who would enjoy this episode, I would love if you pass it along. And don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Thank you again for tuning in. See you soon.